is the house call. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Brick House segment here at House Call Sports. I am here with Joe, Nick, and Josh. My name is Matt, and today you know what we're talking about. This is the NBA playoffs, man. We're going to dive deep into these first-round matchups as well as giving our officials finals predictions, and also we're going to be recapping the play-in tournament where we saw some serious upsets. But first, I want to give a shout-out to one of our sponsors, and that is StubHub. No matter the event, StubHub has the tickets for you. StubHub sports, concert, and theater tickets as low as $6. Did you not just hear me? Is this thing on? The NBA playoffs are here. If you want to see the the best NBA playoff games of the year on a quest to see who wins the title, go to StubHub where you can get your tickets to see it in person. So hit the link in the description to get all your tickets at StubHub today. Now, we got to start with this play-in tournament. We had some wild games, some surprising results. We saw immediately an upset. Nick predicted it. I'll give him his credit, man. The Hawks beat the Heat in the East 7-8 game, moving on to face the Celtics in round one. Then the Lakers beat the Timberwolves in a wild overtime affair for the seventh seed, so the Lakers will face Memphis in round one. Then we saw the Bulls eliminate the Raptors thanks to Zach Levine's 39 points and DeMar DeRozan's daughter's blood-curdling scream that caused Toronto to miss 18 free throws. Then we also saw the Thunder upset and eliminate the New Orleans Pelicans with SGA and Josh Giddy playing very well down the stretch, which led us to two eight-seed winner-go-home games between the Heat and the Bulls and the T-Wolves and the Thunder. The Heat beat the Bulls today to advance to the playoffs as the eight-seed, and then the T-Wolves are currently smoking the Thunder as we are recording this to advance to the playoffs as the eight-seed. We're jumping the gun a little bit. It looks like there's two minutes left, and the Timberwolves are up by 25. So I think what's safe to say, the Timberwolves are going to the playoffs. So... <laughs> There was a lot said there. Obviously, a lot to intake from this plan. But Nick was bragging before the episode. Like, oh, I went forward on the plan. Congratulations. So, Nick, I'll let you go first. I'll give you your credit as well. You went 4-0. What were your takeaways from this plan? What surprised you? What kind of things do you think are going to carry over to the playoffs? Um, I think that there there. Uh, I mean, there wasn't really many surprises to me besides that Thunder game. That Thunder, that, that Thunder didn't expect them to, uh, to do that, but... I don't really see any of these playing teams having the capability of going that far besides the Lakers. So the other three teams, like I wouldn't be surprised if they get swept and that's the max I see them going is uh, to five. So I don't really have high expectations for, for any of these teams. And uh, the, like I said, the only one that I do would be the Lakers uh, with in a, in a grind in a grind uh, grind up matchup in the in, with the Grizzlies where it's gonna be a crazy defensive series dog eat dog game and uh, there's gonna be a lot of trash talking between the two teams which is gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, I pretty much have the exact same takeaways as you from the play in Nick. There wasn't there was there was a few surprising games. Obviously, I thought Miami was gonna advance to play Boston, but for the most part, I don't think any of those teams, exactly like you said, except the Lakers, are going to are going to make any real real playoff noise. But Joe, I'll go to you, man. What were your takeaways from this play in? What surprised you? What didn't? What What do you think is gonna carry over to the playoffs? I mean, it. Can we just acknowledge the fact that the Heat? were like literally a comeback win against the Bulls away from literally fumbling the bag in the most epic Man. sort of collapse you've ever seen in a team that we were all talking very highly of that was going to go out there. And, it, and I said something earlier to you uh, off of the episode, Matt, where I was like, you know, do you think they just, they thought that the Bucks were a better matchup for them? And so they just threw the game to the Hawks and that was their plan. It's like, oh yeah, we want Milwaukee first round. So we're just going to, you know, it just like, I honestly know, I, I don't know what Nick saw in the Hawks. It blew my mind, but 
Thank God, you know, I'd rather face the Hawks in the first round for the Celtics. It's a good warm-up game, warm-up series, nice little sweep there before you move into round two. Why not? I like it. You know, Trey Young's going to literally have a meltdown on the on the court how badly they're going to get beat. I think the, the Celtics actually just faced them not too long ago and, and mopped the floor with them. So, But it was surprising to me. I thought that, you know, the Thunder were going to carry something over. I really thought they had something there. I thought the T-Wolves were dysfunctionally garbage and it was never, it wasn't going to get together. And you just said it, they're up 25 with two minutes to go. So mm-hmm. I think that, you know, we'll get into it a little bit later, but I, I, I don't think that either any of the playing teams are really outside of the Lakers. I think we're all kind of high on the Lakers right now with what they got. I mean, how can you not? LeBron is LeBron. AD looks like he's playing out of his mind and they got a good, good chemistry going with that team now. But you know, I, I think I'd be doing some of these guys a disservice if I didn't say that they're going to challenge some of the matchups they got. And uh, like I said, we'll get into it a little bit later, but you know, I can see a few of these guys outside of the Lakers, maybe one, maybe two getting out of the first round. Ooh, yeah, I don't know, man. I it's it's going to be tough for a lot of these teams. Like, you know, the 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 upside of the play-in is you win the play-in and you're in the playoffs, but you know, the downside is you're playing the 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 two best teams in the East and the two best teams in the West. So, it's arguably, you know, because, you know, the the West especially was crazy this year. So, Josh, man, what do you think? What were your takeaways from this play-in? All right, I got a, I got a couple for y'all. Um, uh, <laughs> let's give Nick his props. Uh, the Heat are officially not the same team we saw a year ago. 34% three-point percentage on the year. Uh, the playoff team average uh, is around 37%, so obviously pretty low. They're, they're the lowest points per game in the league with a bottom half defensive rating. You know, they've always been a, you thought they were defensive grinded out, but this season they're in the bottom half defensive in defensive rating. Um, Jimmy has no one hero man we we should look at the trades that the heat have denied so far for uh tyler hero you know they thought he was going to take that next step and he just hasn't bam can't be the second option so uh the heat they're they're not the same it's it's not looking good for them another thing i learned was the pelicans man they need zion to stay healthy to be a threat um they're a threat if he plays 70 games next year but if he continues to get hurt you have to consider trading Zion next season to maximize his trade value. The man has not been able to stay on the court. Uh, 24 games, 61 games, 29 games played in his first three seasons. I hope to see him rise to that league, you know, top 10 status. People thought he was going to be the face of the league. Guys, no. John Morant was the pick of the draft, okay? Uh, we'll talk about him later. I, you know, I hope to see him rise because he brings that excitement to the league. But... You know, he has that ceiling potential. He just hasn't hit it yet. Um, I was one in three with my uh, with my picks this uh, for the playoffs. So not a solid start for me so far. But my biggest surprise, okay, is that people were surprised that the Lakers struggled so badly against the Timberwolves. Isn't this what we've seen all season long? This is who they are. They started off the season two and ten. And, you know, they're grinding out every win. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Okay, the best defensive rating since the All-Star break. Defense translates to the playoffs. And defensive teams, like, historically, haven't been the most consistent on offense, but can still make a deep playoff push. So, I wasn't surprised that it took them overtime to beat the Timberwolves. They they love to, you know, uh, get that sweat on themselves. But it will be a grinded-out series against Memphis. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I am too. And like you said, especially with these playing games, like we obviously saw, like none, none of these are like the easiest to predict, you know, and the, the, you know, you're fighting for a playoff spot. So, you know, the, 
even though we thought that, you know, the, the, the Timberwolves were in disarray and everything was going on with Minnesota, like you never know, you know, the, the, they came out and they punched the Lakers in the mouth and the Lakers had to respond. And I think in the end, that's going to be better for them because, you know, they're, they're still kind of relatively inexperienced with this team. So for them to play a close kind of winner go home type game, you know, before the playoffs even start against a, a, a team that's, you know, got a little bit of upside and a little bit of talent as well. I think that'll be good for them in the long run. So but obviously, my takeaway is, I mean, I was surprised by the Miami-Atlanta game, obviously. You know, the, the, like, Josh, like you were talking about, Miami's offense outside of Jimmy Butler is, is going to be the problem, and it's going to be what's going to lose them this Bucks series like that we'll, that we'll talk about here in a little while and lose it pretty handily, I think. Um, Thunder over Pelicans was also surprising. And, you know, the, the Thunder, are like we talked about, are obviously getting destroyed by the T-Wolves right now. But the, the, this young Thunder team is so poised and professional for all of them being like 22 years old. Like shout out to the Thunder. The Thunder have a super bright future going forward in, in Oklahoma City. I think Oklahoma City fans got to be super, super excited about what they see. And then like we talked about, the the you know the Lakers didn't look impressive in that game, but they get more experience in close games that they haven't played much together. And they're the only team, like, like Nick mentioned, I think they're the only team that can win a first round series. Uh, out of these, you know, out of these four teams. And I think most of the other teams are, you know, taking, maybe taking the game six, you know, making, maybe taking the series six games, excuse me, but their first round matchups are too tough and they aren't good enough. But with that being said, man, enough with the playing, enough with the playing. We're, it's time to talk about the NBA playoffs, man. It is playoff season in the NBA. This is what we sat through that whole long ass 82 games for. Okay. We got to get into these first round series and give you our predictions. And we will start out East where it seems like we've had three pretty clear favorites out, uh, out East all season long. And we're going to start with the one seed, the one who's probably the biggest favorite right now. And that is the Bucks going up against the eight seed heat. The Bucks have been the best team in basketball most of the year, but this will be a relatively tough first round matchup for them. They've met two of the last three years in the playoffs. The heat actually upset them in 20, 2020 in the bubble and then in 2021 Milwaukee swept Miami before winning the title so Josh I'm going to kick it back to you man who wins this series and in how many games uh Bucks in four uh I think you can uh you know scroll back to the beginning of my set of my segment on the heat to explain why because the heat are just not that team um when I was watching them against the Hawks it's they, they don't have the buy-in anymore um they don't have the shooting around them. Uh, playoffs, you you start to actually game plan. You know, you aren't facing teams on a on a back to back sort of. You know, they don't they don't have that luxury anymore. In the playoffs, you have Milwaukee, just you know the hottest team in basketball all season. Um, they are gonna come out strong and. The top three teams in the league, I think, are in the East. And Milwaukee has something to prove with this series um, going into uh, the next round and then Eastern Conference Finals. So um, I just I just see Milwaukee absolutely shattering Miami in four. Yeah, it's, it's going to be really tough for Miami, like we talked about with that offense. So, Joe, I'm going to go to you, man. Who wins this series and how many games? Uh, I'm with Josh. It's four. I, I thought that the Bulls you know, the way they performed, I thought they were going to go beat Miami. And then for a bit of that game, it looked like that was the way it was going to go. I mean, I thought the bulls were going to pull it out. They were going to go there and they were going to give the bucks a, a challenge a little bit. Cause they had a little player, a little better defense, had a little more offensive options there. Um, and they, they fumbled the bag and now you got the heat in a situation going up against a team. They don't match up well against that. They're going to get dominated against, and it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be one of those things where we're talking by the end of game two, where the heat go from here and do they just blow it up? And I, I think that, you know, if you can't find someone to give a Jimmy, 
you got to get rid of it. It's got to be a fire sale. You got to get rid of anyone who's, who's older, who's got trade value, get as many picks as you can and try to rebuild. And, you know, it wouldn't be the first time the Heat have done it. It won't be the last time, obviously. But yeah, they're, they're in a situation right now where they were relying on guys who were probably really good candidates for six, six men of the year a few years ago. And they tried to thrust them into starting roles and it just did not translate. So the Heat are going to get embarrassed. I think it's going to be bad. I don't think they finish a game within 20 points of the Bucks. No, oh, damn. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, not within twenty points. Yeah, that'll be a blowout for sure. That's a that's a sweet sweep. That's a, that's oh, a yeah. little. I, I don't think it, I don't think it's going to be in doubt at all. I think the Bucks are going to go yeah. out there, handle their business, and the Heat are going to be embarrassed. I think it's going to be bad. It definitely looks like an overwhelming, overwhelming first round matchup. So, Nick, I'm going to go to you, man. Who wins this series? How many games? I got the Bucks in five. Uh, I could very, very well see them sweeping him. Um, I'm just going to give Miami one game just because I think that they'll they'll be able to muster up one one performance where we everybody thinks that like oh it's just the 2020 Heat and then we'll get reminded with all the other games that it's not so yeah it, it'll be quick it'll be a quick series yeah I'm 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 with you Nick I think the Bucks will win in five and uh, you know the five is just kind of a, a respectful Miami Heat playoff pedigree there's your one you know there's your one game that you'll get you know. Yeah. But I mean, I think this is going to be kind of an old school, you know, 90s basketball series. It's going to be rough and tough, some serious defense. But the problem is Miami doesn't have enough offense and Milwaukee is too complete of a team. Giannis Antetokounmpo, best player on the planet, Drew Holiday, great two-way player. Bucks got too much defense, depth, scoring, versatility, three-point shooting. The Bucks are too good. Yeah, Brooke Lopez has completely reinvented himself. It's a a shocking reinvention for someone who was a low post scorer now just banging threes. Unbelievable. So, yeah. The, the Bucks are going to win this one pretty easily. Uh, so we don't have to spend too much time on this one. We'll move to another series that I'm guessing we probably don't have to spend too much time on. And that is the two seed Celtics against the seventh seed Hawks. Boston looking to make a second consecutive finals appearance after making it last year. And, you know, the whole Trey Young and the Hawks are trying to uh, recapture some of the magic that got them to the Eastern Conference finals in 2021. So... Joe, I'm going to go to you first on this one, man. Who's winning this one and how many games? I, I You could just take my take from the from the Bucks heat and just replace the teams. It's the same take. This is a sweep. This is a this is not going to be close. The Celtics are the only team in the playoffs that are top five. I think they're top five in both offensive and defensive rating. They're going to absolutely dominate the Hawks. I, I think that the only reason this game, probably any game they play finishes within 10 points is because the, the Celtics are resting their, their starters with like five minutes to go in the fourth. Like, it, this is going to be bad. This is going to be yeah. ugly. Boston's going to absolutely dominate them because Marcus Smart said it best. We're pissed. Like, we're, we are not happy right now. There's not going to be smiles on the court when we step out there. They're coming, they're, they're coming to kill people. They're coming out there to, to straight slaughter teams. They're they're on their way back to a finals trip right now. All this. Yep. yep. They're they're certainly looking determined. They're certainly looking like they're they're poised and ready to go. So Nick, I'll go to you, man. I'm, I'm guessing I know what you're gonna say on this one too. Who you got in this series? How many games? <laughs> yeah, so it probably it probably doesn't come as much to a surprise, but I got the Celtics in four. I think that the Hawks just map it, it's the worst case scenario for the Hawks matchup wise. Just they have guards and wings and those are our best defenders and we're going to, we can switch anything and everything. And we're going to make Trey Young's life, uh, really, really tough for him. Yeah. So (laughs) he's going to wish that this series was over after game one. Yeah. It's not, uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, I'm interested to to watch and just kind of see how it happens. But yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you too much. Josh, do you have any differing opinion from these two guys in Celtics jerseys about this one? Oh, yeah, guys. I got the Hawks. 
I got the Hawks split in the first uh, one of the first two games in Boston, yeah. and then Boston coming out strong and winning three in a row after that. So, no, um, Hawks or <laughs> Celtics in five. Celtics in five. Um, I think there's going to be a wake up call for the Celtics within the first two games, and then um, it's actually going to be good for them that they lose one because uh, they're about to hit a streak. Yeah. Yeah, uh, listen, yeah, I'm definitely going with the Hawks in this series. You know, I'm a big, <laughs> big Hawks guy. I picked them in the play-in. You know, I'm just, I just love the Hawks. I'm, I mean, the Celtics are going to sweep them. Like, it's it's too much offense. It's too much defense. It's too much depth. I talked about it in the last episode. I'm not a Trey Young believer. I'm with I'm with Joe and, and, and Nick on this one. I think this is a wipeout of a series. I'm not a believer in this Hawks team. This, this one's not going to be pretty, folks. This one's going to be ugly. This is going to be one that you just wish didn't even have to be played because it's just going to yeah. be a wipeout and you wish you could just get to the you wish you could just get to the semifinals for both the Bucks and the for both Bucks and the Celtics. But uh, we're going to transition <laughs> now the three seed. We're going to transition to Josh's team. The three-seed Sixers face the six-seed Nets in the matchup in the in the preseason and during the season that I actually really, really wanted. I was like, yes, I want a Sixers and, and Nets matchup because it's going to be KD and Kyrie, you know, facing off against, you know, Harden and the Sixers, and it's going to be a lot of bad blood, and Ben Simmons is going to be involved. Well, KD and Kyrie aren't there anymore, and now it's just the the, the Nets rejects going up against the, the Philadelphia 76ers in this one. I think it's going to be one-sided, but I know someone else is doesn't think it's going to be one-sided. So, Josh, I'm going to start with you on this one because I think I have an idea of where you're going to go on this one. So, who wins this series and then how many games? Uh, well, I'm going to go with, obviously, Philly, but it's not going to be a sweep. Gentlemen, the Sixers don't always make it easy on me. Um, yep. Harden never makes it easy on me. You know, he's he's going to go out clubbing one of these nights. You know, I'm saying game three, once he once he gets there to Brooklyn, you know, he's he's got a he's got a bunch of old buddies there. You know, I, st- I still think he has a house there. So he's he's going to uh, crash and burn in that game three. And then uh, Sixers is, are going to have that gentleman sweep. Um, we'll, we'll give him a game, you know. Uh, Brooklyn has a bright future after those trades. Um, still could have got so much more out of uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and Harden. But uh, Mikel Bridges, Spencer Dinwiddie, Cam Johnson, they're, they're going to do something in game three. And then after that, it's going to be a Sixers uh, gentleman sweep. Yeah, it's it's hard not to go with the Sixers on this one. Uh, I think someone else is not going to go with the Sixers on this one, but I'm going to go to the guy who I think is going to go with the Sixers on this one, and that is Nick. Nick, who do you think is going to win this series, man, and how many games? Yeah, so I got the uh, the 76ers winning as well. I got them winning in six, and uh, the only reason I have them winning in six is because they do play the slowest, one of the slowest paces, if not the slowest pace in basketball which tends just to allow teams to be in games. And yeah. when you're going to allow Mikel Bridges and this Nets team to be in that many close games, I do see them squeaking out too, but the 76ers will close it out in six. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I know I'm going to pick the Sixers uh, for this series as well, but I'm pretty sure there's a guy up there in the right-hand corner that may have Ooh. a differing opinion. I'm going to go <laughs> with Joe, man. Who do you think wins this series and in how many games? So the series, the season series, there was only one game that these teams played against each other that was a blowout. All right, there was only one game that wasn't single digits at the end. Okay, now I'm going to be honest with you: twelve times has a, a six seed or lower beat the higher seed. Twelve times in twenty years. I went back twenty years. Twelve times this happened. The Nets have done it twice. 
right? They're one of the only teams besides the Warriors, I believe, and them are the only one of the only teams that have done it twice. Also, five MVPs have been eliminated in the first round in the NBA history. It's about to be six. All right, the Nets take this in seven. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, because, and I, I agree with Nick. They play the 76ers play a slow pace. The Nets have shown that with what they have, they are a better team than what they were. And, you know, and I almost, I did this for the Wolves a little bit because I would love for Kyrie and KD not to make it out of the first round and the Nets too. It would just be so hilarious. They That'll trade KD and Kyrie. The Nets make it out. They knock out the MVP to do it. And then everyone's just like, oh my God. It'd just be great. And that's yeah. most of the reason why I did that. Plus, I just want to see that look on Josh's face right now. It's just so good for me. Like, it's truly for the lols, bro. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah, Joe, that would be, that would be super entertaining if the Nets made it to the second round and, you know, Katie and Kyrie didn't make it to the second round. But that is like the most pipe dream of pipe dreams that have ever been pipe dreams. Like, that's yeah. just not going to happen. So, yeah, uh, yeah the Sixers are going to win this game. Regardless of what Joe says, the Sixers are going to win this series in five. And beat is twice as good as the, anyone on the Nets. And again, I love Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges is, is really, really good. He, he's averaging 50, 40, 90 and 27 points per game for the Nets this year. Like, that's ridiculous. And he doesn't miss games. And he's a great defender. So, Mikael Bridges is one of the most underrated players in basketball giving him his flowers, but Joel Embiid is the, is we, we talked about it last week. He's the most valuable player in the league. I think he's the second best player in basketball. And you know, the, they, they've got, the Nets have a lot of good young wings and a lot of solid wing depth, but that doesn't guard Joel Embiid. Wings don't guard Embiid. Nicholas Claxton is a good defender, but Embiid will average 38 points per game this series and they'll dominate. So uh, the, the Sixers are going to win in five. Uh, they're too good. They're too deep. It's going to be a gentleman's and Joe is, is tripping per usual. But uh, we're going to transition to another East series, the, the the final East series of the first round. We got the four-seeded Cavs going up against the five-seeded Knicks. The Cavs are a young team that's looking to make some noise in the playoffs. And the Knicks, who are somewhat surprising this year with Jalen Brunson breaking out. But star forward Julius Randle's health is in question going into the series. He will play game one with a left ankle sprain, but it's hard to believe he's going to be 100%. So, Joe, I'm going to go right back to you on this one, man. Who wins this series and in how many games? I flip-flopped on this one hard. I was I was sitting there. I was like, man, I like the Cavs. I like what they're doing. You know, they looked explosive at the beginning of the year. They kind of had, you know, some tail-offs here and there. And I was like, no, but the Knicks, man, the Knicks look good. They're tough. They've always been tough. The Knicks are a hard out, you know, if they get a shot. And I, I think this series goes seven either way, but I'm leaning more towards the Cavs. I mean, right now, I think this is going to be probably one of the most entertaining uh, series of the first uh, of, of the first round in the, in especially the most entertaining series in the first round in the East, unless my next yeah. pick comes true, in which case that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I think this is, this is obviously the series that, you know, it's, it's more reasonable for us regular people to, to, you know, go back and forth on as far as who wins hey, the you're series. Gonna, you're going to aim for the moon, man. You might as well land them on the stars. All right. You got to. <laughs> it's like you, you aim for the moon and just landed at like a random McDonald's in Florida is what happened. Hey, to man. So, yeah, well, that's, uh, where, that's where the pipes are. So, so we're going to transition. We're going to go to Josh, man. What do you, what do you think? Who's winning this series? This, uh, this Cavs and Knicks series and how many games? I agree with Joe, um, but I didn't flip-flop at all. I, I agree that the Cavaliers are going to win, but the Cavs are going to win this series easily. Um, Donovan Mitchell, boys, he needs some love. He needs some love yes. here. 28-4-4 while shooting nine, so he's a volume three-point shooter. Nine threes per game at a 39% clip. He's cemented himself as a top-two shooting guard in the league. 
And now he needs to show his playoff success finally, you know, away from away from the Utah Jazz. It starts now, boys. Uh, I know the Cavs are one and three against the Knicks in the regular season. Uh, but the Cavaliers core of Garland, Mobley, Allen and Mitchell, uh, when they're all in there, they're a top three lineup in a plus minus percentage in the league. And the playoff rotation shrinks down. So you're about Mm -hmm. to see that top four play with each other way more often. And man, I just love seeing the heartbreak of Knicks fans. You know, I don't want them to even be in it. I don't want to see those interviews where this is this is the Bronx. You know, I don't want to I don't want to see those ridiculous interviews where they're all just so just aggressively inebriated i hate knicks fans and i love to see players like trey young donovan mitchell uh go off uh, players that could have gone to new york right that they thought was gonna we're gonna go to new york just absolutely destroy them so Cavs are sweeping them in four oh oh yeah oh yeah let's go so in four josh i so Josh, I actually want just kind of for the same for the same reason, but opposite that you want you know the Cavs to sweep the Knicks. I want the Knicks to get up like three one, so we get all those videos of them being like, "Fuck Donovan Mitchell, fuck Donovan Mitchell," and then the Cavs come back from three one, and then they and then they get the Knicks out of the playoffs. So that's what beautiful I want story, see. beautiful. Just from just from a pure entertainment standpoint, and then like getting their same reactions like after Game Seven after they blew a three one lead. That's what I want to see, but. That's just kind of like the demon in me that wants to see like chaos. Um, but Nick, man, what do you think about this series, man? Who's winning the Who's winning this series and how many games? So I, I'm going the complete opposite of you guys. I got the Knicks in six. So Ooh. I just think that Julius Randle and uh, RJ Barrett and Jalen Brunson are going to have a great series. And that the fans, just like you said, are going to bring that energy. They're going to make Donovan Mitchell crack in New York. Oh, and, and 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 Josh's worst nightmare is going to be coming true because we're going to be seeing <laughs> these videos all over the internet. But until the second round, until Giannis, until Giannis calms them down. Yeah, that's yeah. That one that would be that would be equally as fun as if they got to the second round and then they get up three one on Giannis and everyone's like, oh my god, we're going to the going to the East Finals and then Giannis comes back and, well, and beats them too. So that oh would hell, be, let him go to the Conference Finals. Let me go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Get three one on the Celtics and then get yeah. get, get swept out by the end. You know? Why don't we go to the NBA Finals? Finals? They finally the make finals. They finally make an NBA Finals and it happens. You know, so yeah, that's gonna be. Listen, Knicks fans, you guys are entertaining, man. I, I like me some Knicks fans. I'm not like Josh. I like me some Knicks fans, but I would like Hate to them. see some chaos. I would like to see some chaos if they ended up losing. Uh, in, in kind of dramatic the, the, the NBA is more entertaining so when we have the Knicks fans to, to no entertain doubt. us. Oh, bro. oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I and and I want to see I want to see this be a close series for that reason. But I think this is going to be Cavs in six. I'm I'm not a huge believer in this Knicks team. I haven't been all year. They're better than I thought they would be for sure. I mean, Brunson and Randall have been great. But the backcourt backcourt scoring of uh, you know Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland plus the the two way front court dominance both offensively and defensively of Jared Allen and Evan Mobley I think that's going to propel the Cavs to win this game and win the series in six. The Knicks aren't bad, but I really like this Cavs team a lot. This Cavs team is a team next year. You know if they make a move, you know here and there, and you know their young players keep developing, Garland and Mobley keep developing, we we could be looking at them out east saying, oh man, this is a team who could make a sneaky finals run. You know I think this year might be a little too premature. I'll get to that you know in our kind of our, our picks coming up, but. Um, but I think I think the Cavs are going to take this one in six. So we'll transition. We're going to go to the West, where, in my opinion, almost all of these series, you could probably see them going either way. And the first one, 
is the one that I don't think is going to go either way. And this one is going to be Denver taking on the eight seed Minnesota Timberwolves. Denver basically led the led the West for the entire last four, you know four and a half months, but looked a little sluggish down the stretch. And Jokic is having some injury concerns. Obviously, we know all the drama that's going on with the Minnesota Timberwolves right now, um, and everything that they've going on with Rudy Gobert and Jaden McDaniels breaking his hand, punching the wall, and all that you know, Minnesota Timberwolves stuff. So, Joe, I'm going to go to you first, man. Who's winning this series and then how many games? What I love is, is that this is the battle of who's got the softer center. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it really is. Who's got the softer center? Is it, is it Rudy Gobert? Is it Joe? Is it Joe you know, who knows? But I, I actually wanted the Thunder here. I thought the Thunder had a better chance. Um, but I still think that the, the issues that the Nuggets are having is more of a concern than what I think the Timberwolves have thrown out there because it's clear even though all the dysfunction they have on that team, they're still really, really feisty, really competitive. I mean, they took the Lakers to overtime. They absolutely dominated the Thunders team that I think we all thought was going to knock them out. And I mean, dominated them. And with Rudy Gobert back on the court, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, they are literally, whatever dysfunction they had the last week of, of the season, you know, or, or what they've had all year, it doesn't seem to be translating on the court. I think that they, you know there were some frustrations that boiled over there, but I actually have the T Wolves taking this in six. Oh, I do. I think I, I don't. I, I think that Joke. I think that Jokic's play down the stretch that lost him the MVP. I don't know if he gets back to that. And I think you know Ant and 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 something and Cat and these guys. I think they got a shot. I really do. I, I think that I, I said it earlier. I'm going to keep saying it. I think that there is a you can make a legit argument for every lower seed in the West to beat the higher seed they're going up against. You 100% can. Sure. And I think that you know you guys are giving me some some cross looks here for picking the T Wolves, but I mean the Denver Nuggets did not look good the last you know two weeks of, of, of the season. I they got more hatred for picking the Hawks over the Heat than you're getting. On, yeah, on this pick. No, I'm gonna give them. Let us talk. They're just they're, they're they're holding it in. They're letting me speak, which is nice. But I I, I do We're think nice that I, I do think that the Denver Nuggets play down the stretch concerns me. Jokic health concerns me, and I don't know if he goes if he's not healthy. He's not 100. percent If he's if there's anyone else on that team capable of scrapping with these guys, because you know as dysfunctional as tables are, they're scrapping, and I like it. I, I mean, yeah. the play on the court is what I'm looking at. So I'm going. Yeah, and I think. Six. Yeah, and I think you're tripping. Uh, I also think <laughs> if uh, I also think you could be onto something if Jokic is not 100 healthy, and you know Jokic is already not the most athletic guy. So if he's got a, you know, a calf injury like he's already, you know, like he's got right now, and if it's not, you know, if he's not at 90, 95 percent coming into this series, I think it's, you know, it might be a little bit closer than I think it's going to be. But Josh, I'm going to go to you, man. Are you with Joe? Do you think Minnesota's winning this series? He's got oh, him absolutely he's got him not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Denver and and Joe, don't come after. I, I may have said Embiid is MVP and made that run, but that doesn't mean I don't love me some Pillsbury Doughboy in Nikola Jokic. Okay. <laughs> wow. Hey, he he may be soft, but he's got the angles all day on Cat. And please put Rudy Gobert on him. Please make make a fool out of Gobert. Um, I do think Anthony Edwards uh, picks it up. He had a pretty bad uh play in i uh, you know tonight whatever but against against the lakers that was that was a bad game i i do think he he kind of makes up for it this series and he'll play like a superstar but the nuggets will win in six so um this is you know that it will be a series right it but i just have the nuggets taking it in six uh i want to see denver make it make it at least to the second round come on man um it we need Jokic 
deeper in the playoffs. And that's why I'll go with, I'll give the Timberwolves two games, but yeah, Nuggets and six. Yeah, and I think we saw, and I think Minnesota is definitely capable of, you know, doing some damage. We saw last year in their first round series against Memphis. Like, if they don't blow a couple of those games last year against Memphis, like, they easily could have won that series last year against Memphis. And we saw, you know, we see how good Memphis is this year, how deep Memphis is, you know, last year as well. So, Nick, I'm going to go to you, man. Who do you think wins this series and in how many games? Uh, I got Nuggets in five. I I think that this was just the, the perfect... Uh, perfect team for the Nuggets to play they're they're reeling they're not really playing that great now they get a now they get to do a little reset on the first round and get a the by far the weakest opponent in the west and they they get a little tune-up before they get they're, they're gonna play in the second second round uh, against uh one of the most dominant teams yeah, it's going to be, I think this series could be a little more interesting than maybe even I think it's going to be, but I've got Nuggets in five. I think their demise has been greatly exaggerated. I mean, these guys have basically had the wrap, one seed wrapped up for the last month, and then they hit a lull and they didn't play great, but we've seen every single team in the NBA do that. We've seen every single team in the NBA hit their little lull and lose their little five out of six or whatever the case may be, pretty much besides Milwaukee. Even Boston had a little one. Even Philly had a little one. So I think it's been, you know, a, a little bit over-exaggerated how, you know, how rough they've been down the stretch. But the week off, Coach Malone calling them out, you know, calling them soft, I think that's going to motivate them. And they've been the best team in the West, and I think they'll show that. And all the other teams in the West, like I've said, they've had their bad, bad stretches too, and, you know, Nuggets just kind of came towards the end of the year when everything was essentially wrapped up for them. So last time they were healthy, they're in the Western Conference Finals in that 2022 bubble. I don't care what nobody says about the 2020 or the 2020 bubble, excuse me. I don't care what nobody says. Everybody had the same conditions. Everybody was playing basketball. It's isolated. So the best teams were going to win and they made it to the Conference Finals. So I think if the, I think they're going to be fine if Jokic is healthy. But if Jokic isn't healthy, that kind of throws a whole, a whole monkey wrench into this whole thing. But uh, we will transition in this one is a series that I personally am most interested in in the first round in the West. LeBron James and the seven-seed Lakers take on Ja Morant in the two-seed Grizz. Lakers obviously bouncing back like Nick talked about after that 2-10 and start. Ended up winning that play-in overtime game against Minnesota to face Memphis. And the Grizz having their season almost derailed by Ja's antics, but a bounce back. And we're one of the hottest teams in basketball down the stretch. So, Josh, I'm going to go to you first on this one, man. Who do you think wins this series and in how many games? This is by far my favorite first round matchup in the playoffs. Um, yep. Lakers this season, uh, you know, they started out two and 10. Uh, they're two and one this season against the Grizzlies, but uh, John Morant didn't, didn't play in that last game. Um, last time he did play though, here, here's what it is. 39, 10 and 10. Here's a, here's a good question. Um, just in one word answer uh, across the board. Who do you guys trust more John Morant or Anthony Davis in this series? Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Nick? John Morant. Yeah, see, I'm leaning more towards John Morant. Um, I'm worried every time Anthony Davis falls to the ground, you know? Uh, John Morant is the the more electric player. Um, That being said... Did I forget to mention LeBron James? Um, I was going to say, yeah, I it's it's gonna be the Lakers in seven, but the Lakers aren't gonna make it easy on themselves, so it will go to seven. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, like I said, this is going to be a really, really good series. And just to just to kind of piggyback on your John Morant versus Anthony Davis, you know, I obviously trust John Morant to stay healthier. But when Anthony Davis posts on his Instagram story, I don't get so worried. When John Morant posts on his Instagram story, I'm looking a little bit sideways. Is there going to be a gun out in the club? Is he going to be, you know, beating up some teenagers? I don't know what's going to be going on on this Instagram story. So, uh, yeah, so it you can it could go either way, though. John Morant's a great basketball player when he's on the court. So. Nick, I'm going to go to you next, man. Who is winning this series and in how many games? So before before the uh, the playing game, I said the Lakers really needed to look at you know who they were who they wanted to play, and I said that the Grizzlies were a, a way tougher matchup for them, and I still think that's true. And I just think that the way the Grizzlies play, there's going to be a lot of a lot of shit talking going on with both teams, and I honestly think that favors the Grizzlies play style. And they're gonna win in six, just with with how they got that playoff experience from last year in the Western Conference. Um, and I just think that with John Morant back, he it's he's electric in the playoffs, and he goes into an extra gear where he looks like he's faster, quicker than everybody, and he's he's like it's a it's a layup almost every time for him. If not it's, if not a layup, it's a wide open three for another guy. So uh, I wouldn't be shocked if if the Grizzlies even make it five, to be honest. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, w- I would be shocked if the Grizzlies get them in five. Yeah, that's I wouldn't be shocked if the Grizzlies win, but making it that quick, I would be shocked about that. But, Joe, what do you think, man? Who's winning this series? I think we're all missing the the key component here to what is going to be make the series what it is, and that's that Dylan Brooks decided that he was going to be a smart guy and open his damn mouth and call out, you know, oh, yeah, I definitely want LeBron and the Lakers in the first round. It'd be a really good tune-up for us to move into the second <laughs> round. I think it's going to be really good for us to get, you know, just knock them out and get a, get that on our, our resume. Yeah, dude, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, the kind of people that you don't want to give poster board material to are the people who, like, are, you know, the face of the NBA, uh, superstar legend status, the people who been rumored to be in the number one all-time goat you know level players you don't give those guys poster board material and then decide that you're going to go out there and run your mouth dylan brooks is literally you know he, he's draymond green except for he runs his mouth like all the time and the worst time you know draymond at least like you know tries to hold it off until he's actually done something whereas this guy just waits you know, like does the preemptively like what we're going to do it's not going to happen that way in fact i think that this has lit a fire under the Lakers, which have been the best team in basketball, I'd say, especially out in the West since the All-Star break and they made the trade. It's arguable you could actually say that based on the numbers. Lakers in five. Oh, Lakers in five. Yeah, that's it. Listen, so so to to, to kind of go go with both Nick and and, and Joe here, I would be shocked if this series goes five games. I think this is a six or a seven game series and I want this to be a six or a seven game series because I I want to see Shannon Sharp I want to see Shannon Sharp on the sideline arguing with Dylan Brooks. I want to see Dylan Brooks and LeBron yapping back and forth. And I think we could see some Dylan Brooks, like Lance Stevenson type antics when it was the Pacers in the heat where he's like blowing in LeBron's ear and LeBron's just sitting there like, who the, who, like, who is this dude? Like, come on, man. Yeah. So I think we could see some, I think we could see some stuff like that, but you got the uh, Nick, you were talking about how bad of a matchup this could be for the Lakers because of Jaron Jackson Jr. potentially guarding Anthony Davis. And, you know, I'd agree with that, you know, in, in kind of their pace of play. But I would agree with, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. Make it, making it tough on AD if they had another guy or two to throw at him, like a Steven Adams or a Brandon Clark. But they won't have those two guys due to injury. And Jaron Jackson Jr. only plays 27 minutes a game. Now, why does he only play 27 minutes a game? 
because he commits the second most fouls per game in basketball. While the Lakers have drawn the most fouls in basketball since the All-Star break with AD drawing more than any other Laker. So I think Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to be is going to be in foul trouble the entire series. Uh, I think Memphis is going to absolutely mollywop them in game one. I think game one is going to be a 30 or 40 point Memphis win. They're going to absolutely shit on the Lakers in game one. And then the Lakers are going to win the next three and then end up winning this game in six or end up winning this series in six. So I think it's going to be a really, really good series. I think, you know, like I said, Memphis is going to come out hot in game one. And I think, you know, LeBron and, and AD and, you know, the, some of their players are going to show that, you know, championship toughness that they kind of built from that bubble. So, but this is going to be a great series. I'm super, super interested in this series. And we're going to transition into another one that I am super, super interested in. We got the defending champions, Golden State Warriors as the sixth seed. And they will be facing the surprise team of the season, the Sacramento like Kings the with the three seed. They- and... Yeah, like the goddamn beam, that's for sure. And just the dynamics of these two teams is insane. We were talking about it pre-show. The Warriors have won four of the last eight titles and won the West six of the last eight years. Meanwhile, the Kings haven't even been to the playoffs in 17 years. And the player on their team who has the most playoff experience that there is on the on the Kings is Harrison Barnes, and he got the most playoff experience while he was on the Warriors before they got KD. So it's just a it's just an insane situation that we've got in this series but the kings have been the better team in the regular season this year so it's it's got some people thinking maybe the kings will win but a lot of people the the warriors are the favorites obviously because you know they're the warriors so josh i'm going to go to you first on this one man who is winning this series and in how many games joe it's been an amazing season for the kings (laughs) um winning the pacific division going 48 and 34 third in the vaunted Mm -hmm. western conference yeah. Uh, De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis lighten the beam all year. Lighten. lighten up. Look at Joe's face. Lighten up Joe's face all season long. You just love to see it. And just take a yep, take a picture of Joe's face right now. Take a picture. Um, because here, that's man. that's the last time he's gonna smile about the Sacramento Kings. All right. They get they did all this just to play the defending surging warriors who get Wiggins back this Saturday. The Kings are one and three against the warriors this season. The warriors are eight and two in their last 10 games. They are hitting a run. Golden state warriors in five. Oh, five games. The beam disrespect. Unbelievable. I will not stand for it. This series will be longer than five games. I'll tell you that right now, but Nick, I'm going to go to you, man. I think I know where you're going with this one as well. Who's winning this disbelief. series and in how many games? Absolute disbelief. Go so, ahead. <laughs> we got, you know, we got one team in the Kings who are just happy to be here. While the other team, oh. Oh. their season is just getting started. Yep. So, we're going to go with the four-time champs. And we're going to go Warriors in six. And I'm going to give the Kings two games because they have the high-powered offense. But I don't think that's going to put them over the hump. And they're not just going to wipe out the Warriors in round one. So the Kings fan base will be happy that they were that they ended the season as the three seed and made the playoffs. It'll be something to build on for them. But the Warriors are uh, are here for those championships, and they're they're coming for the Kings' heads. Yeah, sure, man. Yeah, whatever you got to say, man. Just just keep denying the beam. Just keep denying them. Just keep denying the beam. See what happens. Keeping denying the beam, Joe. Where are you going, man? Who is winning this series and in how many games? Give it to me. I can't believe the amount of disrespect the coach of the year is getting. I can't believe the amount of disrespect that Sabonis is getting after he does something that only Wilt Chamberlain has done. 
all right? I can't believe the disrespect that, that Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox are getting for the things they are doing right now, okay? They have the, they have the rookie on this team just made, set the record for three-pointers made by a rookie in a season. Whose record did he break? Oh, yeah. Steph Curry. Kings are going to win this game in seven. I'm going to I'm gonna give the, the Warriors a full series, baby, but it doesn't matter. This is the top two offenses in the league. You were talking about one of the, what you're most excited for, the Lakers-Grizzlies uh, series. Nah, this series right here is going to be must-watch television. If this is not prime time every time, it's then the NBA is fucking up right now, okay? The Kings are and the Warriors are going to be absolutely just straight sailing bombs, Slamming rims, it doesn't matter, all right? They are going to be dropping fire. Every one of these games is going to be look like a goddamn all-star game score sheet, okay? It's going to be 145, 140. I don't give a shit, okay? They're going to come down to, like, who's making the three-pointers at the end of the game. And I'm telling you right now, if you have not watched a Kings game this year, then you don't know this, but the Kings do one thing and one thing only. When the times get rough and it's ticking down and they're trying to win a game, guess what happens? They find the bottom of the net and only the bottom of the net, baby. Kings in seven, moving on. If you don't think so, then you need to have the beam lit on your ass because it's about to be lit on your fucking team. Light a beam right in your butt, dude. <laughs> Light the <laughs> beam right in your butt, man. I'm telling you what. Listen, this one was tough. This one was tough, man. I'm not going to lie. Because, listen, I've been off the Warriors all year, but the Kings have so little playoff experience, like I just detailed. And, you know, that's obviously important when it comes to playoff team. You know how you playoff get experience? Time, but you win. You win the goddamn series. The Kings win are winning in seven, baby. The Warriors won't be quick enough. People are talking about how bad the Kings defense is. The Warriors ain't great either, people. The Wiggins is going to have to fit back in. It's going to be tough. I think the Kings squeak out a tough seven-game series and end the Warriors' reign on the West. The Warriors are done. De'Aaron Fox, clutch player of the year. He's going to hit a big shot down the stretch in game seven, and we're going to see Draymond going back into the, the the parking lot like he did after game seven of the 2016 finals. And he's going to be crying, not this time wanting KD, but because the Warriors aren't going to re-sign him this offseason because he's going to opt out of his contract and they're not going to re-sign him. So bye-bye, Draymond. Have fun with that soft-ass player of the week award and have fun being eliminated in the first round, Warriors. It's going to be a beautiful thing. And we're going to transition to the last first round series that features Joe's favorite team, the new look KD Nets as the four seed, and Kawhi and the Clippers as the five seed. Obviously, a huge trade for KD. He still called it the Uh, Nets. (laughs) Obviously, did I call them the Nets? Call them the Nets. It's the Suns, bud. Ah, shit. (laughs) The the Suns, man. KD and the Suns, okay? They're going to be facing Kawhi and the Clippers as the five seed. Obviously, huge trade for KD. This team got healthy kind of just right in time for the playoffs and are 8-0 so far this year with KD. Meanwhile, Kawhi's Clippers are banged up and without Paul George for probably the whole series. So, Joe, I'm going to go to you, man. Who wins this series and in how many games? I I said that I made a prediction, and these two teams facing off ruined my prediction. But I also said something earlier where it would be so funny if the Nets made the second round and neither Kyrie or KD did. I think that if you if you're if you think that the, that the Russell Westbrook that was in LA is the Russell Westbrook that's in LA but just happens to be wearing a Clippers jersey now, you're sadly mistaken. That is triple double Russ right there, baby. That's who that guy is. All right. <laughs> if he when when Paul PG went down, Russell Westbrook's stat line went fucking nuclear. The guy has been playing out of his mind lately. All right. Kawhi is one of the best defensive guys in. To, to pretty much ever step on the court in this decade, all right? No, no further than when he checked into the game against the Heat and LeBron heard his name 
and like literally sounded like he had heard like a gunshot go off behind him and had to look over at the scores table to see Kawhi walking back onto the court and literally was like, damn, right? That tells you everything you need to know about this guy. I love, I, I like, I think that, you know, if KD can stay healthy the entire series and everything that the Phoenix has got, I think it's great. I think the Clippers have a little bit more depth. I think that, you know, if this is a series, if this becomes a series and it gets drug out, right? And it's physical and there's a lot of defense and this goes seven, the Suns, the longer the series go, the worse the Suns odds got. I'm taking the Clippers. Wow. Yeah, that's, that one is surprising to me. If Paul George was playing, then maybe I'm going to say Clippers have a shot, but it's more, uh, out of it's more out of spite. It's more out of spite. You, you, yeah. I was gonna say you picking, <laughs> you picking the Clippers here is making me question my previous Kings pick. Uh, so I'm gonna go to Josh. Um, Josh, what do you think, man? Who wins this series and in how many games? I think it's funny how Joe referenced 2014 Kawhi Leonard. Well, this is Clippers <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. You know, this is Clippers Kawhi Leonard, who uh, has been a massive disappointment for a disappointing franchise. No Paul George. Kawhi and Westbrook must carry the load against the juggernaut that is the Phoenix Suns. They're 2-2 two and two on the season, but guess what? They haven't played KD yet this season at all. Uh, the Suns so. are... <laughs> 8-0 when Katie is in the lineup. The Suns are primed, and they're also, wait, Vegas' favorite to come out of the West, so they're going to make a deep playoff push. The Western Conference favorites will surge past the limping Clippers, and in four years, Kawhi Leonard will not have stepped foot in a Western Conference final series in a disappointing, and I say yet again, disappointing Clippers career. It's going to be Suns in four. Suns and four, baby. Suns and four. Bye bye. A sweep. A sweep for the Phoenix Suns. Man, that would be that would be such a bust, man. Getting getting this first round matchup and you know not getting to see uh you know Paul George in there and then the Suns sweeping. That would be really, really frustrating just from an NBA fan's perspective. Because this series has the potential to be really, really good. It's just Paul George isn't isn't playing. So Nick, what do you think, man? Who's winning this series? I think Josh said it pretty good. I mean Paul with the Clippers without Paul George are under 500. I believe they're like 12 and 14 this year with without him. So the fact that you you think that uh, a Clippers team with no Paul George will go up to a Suns team that is probably one of the the hottest teams in the NBA right now with Kevin Durant on it. The only play in NBA history to what shoot 55, 40, and 90 in a he played in an 46 NBA games. He played 48 games. But... Oh. <laughs> Barely half a season, Correction. all right? Barely half Actually. a season. And he had the audacity to go, boy, I didn't play 65. Yeah, well, you know why they're doing that, hey, bud? Well, get, so, so... Get out of here with that shit. Not only did he... Was the best player in NBA history with that record. Oh, my God. He's 20, get out of my face with his, that. The last, the last 22 games Kevin Durant has played in, he is 20-2 and two with his team's record. I don't see the Clippers having a really chance in any of the in any of these games, but I'm gonna give them the gentleman sweep. The Suns will win in five, and it won't there, there won't be any uh, it, it won't be close at all. So I don't know I don't know how you can look at a, the Suns team and say that like they're gonna they're gonna lose. They're just they they have well, everything. Joe, what Joe you found need. a way. Out of spite, Joe found a way to look at it that way. Yeah, yeah, out of spite, yeah. caffeine and anger, yeah. bro. Joe found a way. <laughs> Joe found a way to pick uh, the Philadelphia 76ers, Denver Nuggets, and Phoenix Suns to lose in the first round. What do you I know? Love it. What and do you know? Love it. And, and, and the, the Warriors oh too. Oh my yeah. gosh. 
Yeah, that's making again. Joe's picks are kind of making me question my king's pick, uh, but <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna stick with it. Okay. Um, this one, listen, this one is Suns and five, and I'm being generous. The Clippers aren't a good team without Paul George. Plus, that's another body. You know, without Paul George, that's another body you can throw at KD or Devin Booker that you don't have. Not to mention the scoring scoring that he brings. And Joe, like like Josh said, you were talking about you know Spurs Kawhi Leonard. I love Spurs Kawhi Leonard. Spurs, Spurs Kawhi Leonard was one of my one of my favorite <laughs> players ever. But guess what? I told, what? You, I, I told like, you I had some picks for the Wolves, bro, and this is one of them. <laughs> he's, well, he's had like seventeen so knee injuries right. since then, and seventeen yeah. lower body injuries since then. Yeah. He's not the same defender. He's having a great year scoring. He can still score the ball, but he's not the same defender. Westbrook does not lead to playoff success. Russell Westbrook, he, he just doesn't lead to playoff success. His play, his style, his play style doesn't lead to it. This one is not going to be pretty. And again, I wish it was because this series would be a lot better if Paul George would be there. But Phoenix is going to dominate this series, and Joe is making me question my entire life right now for for picking. Hey, you the make Kings me stay up to fucking midnight. I'm going to give you some crazy shit. Right? That's what happened. Stay up to midnight. I'm going to give you some crazy shit. Facts. I mean, I mean, you give us you give us crazy shit at 11 a.m. as well. So it doesn't yeah, really well, matter the time. You hey, just man. come at us with. I was close. Crazy I was close. shit. I was close. You were, you were. But all you're I needed to do was the, all I needed was, was was LeBron to to pull through for me, and he had to get beat by the Clippers. And what he called a, an unfortunate scheduling conflict that uh, the NBA gave him, oh bro. God, you played at home, off. bro. Like, shut up. <laughs> it was a back to back that you went to home to play. You were in your own bed that night. Like, get off, get out of my face with that bullshit. <laughs> okay, you can just get out of my face with that bullshit that you just said. So we're gonna transition to the. We just got the first round out of the way. Okay, we just got the entire first round out of the way. Now we are going to fill out the rest of our playoff brackets. Okay, we're filling it out series by series from the conference semis to the east, to the conference semis to the west, west finals, east finals, and NBA finals. So. Who should I give the honors to first? I'm going to go with Nick, man. Nick, you got to give me who's winning the rest of these series. Who's your finals matchup? Who wins the NBA finals? How many games? And you got to give me a finals MVP, my friend. Let's I see wonder. What well, it was a great thing that you called on me first because I have some inside information and the, the NBA leaked their script to me. So <laughs> it's a pretty fantastic script too, by the way. So if it goes just like this, that you, jersey, yeah. you heard it here first. So, starting in the second round, we got the the Bucks versus the Knicks. It's going to be an easy one for Giannis. We get, we're going to have Bucks in five. Uh, Celtics versus 76ers. This is where the 76ers find their road bump. Their play style just doesn't match up with the, with the Celtics. So, I got the Celtics in six. Going to the Western Conference, we got the Nuggets versus the Suns. And this is where the Suns are just going to be too much for the for the Nuggets, and they don't have anyone to stop Kevin Durant. So I got the Suns in six, and then we got the matchup that everyone wants to see: Draymond Green versus Dylan Brooks, and we're going to go Warriors in six with that. So, mm-hmm. um, which then brings us to the conference finals, and uh, I think this is where. The NBA, they played it perfect with their script that that they gave me. So they got the Bucks versus the Celtics. I mean, how how could you how could you not want this for the Eastern Conference Finals? And it's gonna go seven games. It's gonna go all seven games, and the Celtics are gonna come out come out of it just because Chris Middleton not not healthy and he's not the same player he was three years ago. Giannis, yeah, he's one of the best players, if not the best player in the NBA. 
but he just can't do it alone. We saw that last year when we beat him last year in seven. So then, so that then that brings us to one of the most exciting matchups in the Western Conference Finals that we'll see, maybe in the last decade, the Golden State Warriors versus the Phoenix Sun led Phoenix Suns uh, led by Kevin Durant. And uh, this is this is going to be just an epic Western Conference Finals. But we're going to have Suns in seven, which then we'll have the Celtics facing off against the Suns. It's going to be a great matchup but we got the Celtics in seven. So the Ooh. NBA will have their clean slate, seven games from the from the conference finals to the NBA finals. Every single game will be played, but the the, uh, the Celtics will be coming out as NBA champions. And it's going to be Jalen Brown. That's going to be the X factor in Ooh. the NBA finals. That's winning MVP. Wow. That's interesting. I like the Jalen Brown pick at the end, but uh, Nick, remind me what, uh, whose Jersey are you wearing right now? What, what's the Jersey you got on your chest? Is that a Rajon oh, Rondo? A okay. Rajon Rondo. Okay. Celtics, Celtics Jersey. Hmm, that's an interesting pick by you. Then. Perfect. Um, yeah. it's the well, I'm not mad at it. It's we're the number one overall rated only team top five rated offense and defense. So I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. The, the Celtics are certainly a, a, a finals contender. Um, I have, I personally have a different pick. I didn't go that direction, but I'm going to go to someone who I'm pretty sure for a fact also did not go that direction. Josh, my friend, give me, give me, just, just lay out what the playoffs is going to look like for me, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for helping us escape the madness. That is Nick and Joe. We need some sanity here. Okay. Let me be found. Allow, allow me to read it off for you. Okay. We got the Nuggets, of course, winning round one, uh, playing it up against the Suns. Um, and we're gonna we're about to see a another uh, Suns in four sort of uh, meme go around. Uh, it's going to be Suns over the Nuggets in four. It's not even going to be close. Okay. So Suns move on. Then we have the Warriors versus the Lakers. And, you know, everything in me wants to say the Lakers so bad. I hate the Warriors. But you know what the NBA needs? I totally agree with Nick. The NBA needs to see Kevin Durant up against his old team. Against, I'd say, the best, the greatest team ever assembled in that 2017-2018 Golden State Warriors team. Uh, they, They need that revenge match, okay? So... Let's move on to that series. We're going to get an awesome game. It's not going to go to seven. It is going to be Suns in six. Moving on to the finals. Now let's go on to the Eastern Conference. Uh, we have the Cavaliers versus the Bucks, And I actually have the Bucks in seven. It's going to be a great series. Uh, I'm really high on the Cavaliers. Um, you know, ready to not ready to to make a finals run, but just like you said, Matt, like once they add someone else to that starting four, that four juggernaut, like I love that core. Uh, they they have a chunk. They have a chance. They're like a dark horse for next year for sure. So mm-hmm. they take them seven. Donovan Mitchell going to average forty in that series. Giannis Giannis takes him over though, and then we have the Celtic. Oh, Joe, Nick, you listening? Okay, good. You're looking in. We have the Celtics versus the Sixers. And uh, let's go with uh, MVP, Joel Embiid, taking over, taking over and winning in six in Philly, taking it home. 
against the Celtics. And you know what? You guys, you guys thought you 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 made it to the finals last year, and you're like, oh, we have next year. And then all of a sudden, Tatum's gonna be, uh, you know, coming out. You know, he's gonna be asking for a trade out of his contract in a couple of years <laughs> because the Celtics just continue to disappoint. But anyways, I'll, I digress. Harden's gonna be off. off. Harden's gonna be off the Sixers by the end of this playoff run. <laughs> anyway, ring though. Yeah, yes, sir. Anyways, um, we're gonna go with Bucks versus the Sixers, and in a in a series where um, Joel Embiid has dominated this year. I mean, he's averaged twenty nine, ten, and thirteen against, or twenty nine, seven, and thirteen against Giannis uh, against the Bucks in the season series. So I'm gonna go with the Philadelphia 76ers in seven. That one is gonna go seven. Um, it's it's gonna take a lot it's gonna take everything but doc rivers will finally find a way to get through a tough series in the playoffs and then what do we have oh yeah wait my bold prediction coming true the phoenix suns kevin durant and the philadelphia 76ers in a must watch finals matchup and we have joel Embiid and harden taking over the phoenix suns in another six-game series, Joel, who do you think is going to be Finals MVP? MVP on the year, Finals MVP, yes, sir. PJ Corner <laughs> three Tucker. Okay, Joel, Joel Embiid is going to take over. Nobody's going to stop him. DeAndre Ayton, soft on the inside. Okay, we're talking about soft big men. I oh man, Joel Embiid's going to eat him alive. Average forty-five in that series and take over in six. Philadelphia 76ers, your NBA champions. Yeah, you hear that, Nick and Joe? You hear that? I didn't sit here and say Tatum was going to average 50 in a series. Yeah, but you picked wrong, friends. You picked the wrong team. Oh, you're going to see. Joe, I want to hear what you got to say, man, because you're going to say something probably crazy that no one's ever said before. So give me what you think is going to happen for the rest of the playoffs. Give me your finals prediction. Give me your finals MVP. I just like how Josh thinks that Embiid's going to do something that only Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has ever done, and it was done back in 1971. Like, get out of here with your bullshit, bro. Like, you smoking the same shit I am right now, okay? But, all right. So, let's just say, step into my mythical world here. Put the put the, put the crazy hat on, right? Your, your, your weird, weird cap. Everybody wants to step in here with me. So, obviously, I've already said the Nets beat the Sixers and all that moves on. So, that gives you – let me look at my little spreadsheet here. That gives you Nets, Bucks, Celtics, Cavs, right? So, I got the Bucks in five, Celtics in five. It's it's going to be quick, right? And then we're going to go out west. I got Kings and Wolves. I got Lakers and Clippers, right? So, I got the Kings in six and the Lakers in six. Setting up for a heck of a Western Conference Finals game. The Lakers, aging vets, been there, done that, got that hat, trying to get back for one last ride. The Kings, never been there. Who knows if they'll get there? Stor- Cinderella story time, baby. Kings get it in seven. Go to the conference or go to the finals to face who? Oh, yeah, baby. Celtics time. And this is the hardest thing I have to do right now. This is the hardest thing I have to do. I have to choose between a team that I have rooted for my entire life and a team that I have been just Cinderella story stamping on the damn desk, pounding on lighting the beam all the way from my house, which is just just (laughs) all over it, right? From like 4,000 miles away, just hammering on my desk for these guys. The Kings or the Celtics, who do I go with? Do I go with my heart? 
or do I go with my passion? It's been for me short term here. I'm going with my heart, baby. Celtics in seven, finals MVP. I'm kind of with Nick. I think Jalen Brown makes a case for all NBA. And, and, and it's going to be, if he doesn't get it, he gets finals MVP. It's going to be like, hey, I am one of the best people in this league. I am definitely one of the best people on a team that, you know, people don't want to agree with. So Celtics in seven, the Kings have a Cinderella story run that falls just short. And it pains me to say it. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough when you have to watch the Kings lose a series at some point. I'm going to, I'm going to yeah, feel for I, you. Uh, I won't, I definitely won't shed a tear. I probably laugh, First round. Uh, but it's, it's going to be tough. It's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be, it's, it, it's going to be very, very tough to see. But so everyone watching, you just listened to all the wrong predictions from everyone. Everything was wrong. You're about to hear what's actually, I'm just going to inform the people what's going to happen. That's all I'm here to do. I just inform the people what's going to happen, and then you deal with it how you will, okay? So here comes what is going to happen in the NBA playoffs. I'm going to start with the East. Both of these series are going to be really, really good. I'm really excited for them. So in the East, Milwaukee and Cleveland, uh, I had them advancing at at a round one. I think I'm with Josh on this one. This is going to be a sneaky good series, and I think it's a tough matchup for Milwaukee because of Cleveland's front court size. But I think in the end, Giannis is too much, and Milwaukee wins in six. The other East semi, the battle of everyone else on the panel, Boston versus Philadelphia. And listen, Josh, I think this is going to be a really entertaining series. And I think this is the year Philly finally battles it out with Boston and makes this a classic series. No matter how good Boston's front court is, they will not stop Joel Embiid. But Philly will also not stop Boston's duo of Tatum and Brown even less. And Boston will win this game, win this series in seven games. I'm sorry, Josh. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. It will be a good series. I'm excited to see it. But you'll enjoy it all the way to the end, buddy. Philadelphia will win. <laughs> or excuse me, Boston will win. Uh, Boston will win this series in seven games. And that leaves Milwaukee and Boston in the East Finals, the matchup we've expected all year. I think it lives up to the hype. We get another knockdown drag out series. I've been saying it all year. Why am I going to switch now? This team has been the best team in basketball all year. Milwaukee is just this much better. Just a little bit better. And I think they win a home game seven to advance to the NBA Finals. Out West, the first semi, Denver and Phoenix. I think this is going to be another really good series. I think these dudes are disrespecting the Denver Nuggets. And I'm going to stick with my bold prediction earlier in the year. I said the Western Conference Finals was going to be Denver versus the Los Angeles Lakers. And I'm sticking with it, baby. I'm going with Denver to beat Phoenix in seven games. Listen, you guys were talking about how you don't trust Denver. I don't trust Phoenix, man. I don't trust CP3, Booker, or Aiden in the playoffs. And the last time I saw KD in the playoffs, he shot 37% in a four-game sweep versus Boston. So I think Denver is going to shock a lot of people in this series like they did in the 2020 bubble versus the Los Angeles Clippers when no one had them uh, when no one had them winning that series. Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. step up with Jokic, and they win a tough seven-gamer and shock Phoenix. The other East, or the other west semi i got the kings versus the lakers i think the lakers win this one in six they got too much size and defense for the kings i think they neutralized the high-powered kings offense the kings will have no one to guard lebron or ad the lakers will win this one in six i will bottle up joe's tears and then just laugh at them and then we get a western conference finals matchup (laughs) of the lakers versus the nuggets a rematch of the 2020 western conference finals in the bubble this will be yet another seven game classic but this one goes all the way down to the seventh game and we see the Denver Nuggets. I think Nikola Jokic leads this team to their first ever NBA Finals. I talked about it a little earlier. The demise of the Nuggets has been greatly exaggerated. They've had everything locked up for the last month, okay? They're going to meet LeBron James in his last real chance to win a title, I think. And they're going to take him down in a tough seven-game series. And Denver's going to win 
in the altitude in game seven. And then that means they will meet the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals. The one seed, best team in the West all year, will meet the one seed, best team in the East all year. And I think the Bucks get them handily. I think the Bucks get them in five. They got bodies to throw at Jokic, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis. You put Drew Holiday on Jamal Murray to neutralize him. I think Giannis averages 40, 15, and five and leads this team to their second NBA championship and second finals MVP. That is what actually is going to happen. What all these guys said was going to happen isn't going to happen. I just let you know what was going to happen. I'm just here to tell you the news, okay? I am not here to, you know, speculate or give you predictions. I'm here to tell you what's going to happen, okay? This is factually what's going to happen. Nick thought he got the script. The NBA played him. I got the real script. I got the script. I got it, okay? This is what's going to happen. Fellas, tell me why I'm right. Tell me why I'm right. I mean, you got a better chance of being right than I do. Like I said, I did most of my shit for the Bulls <laughs> right now. But, hey. <laughs> No, I'm glad we could admit that, Joe. I like it, man. Hey, hey, I put it in the chat, right? I like being confrontational. I like doing it for the lols, but I have to, if I couldn't have it right, I at least need KD not to make it to the second round, all right? (laughs) I need something to go my way. I need it to happen. I need my Kings. I need KD out. I just, I need some things, all right? And then nothing would make me happier than Josh looking at me how crazy you did when I said the Nets would beat the 76ers and then the Nets beat the 76ers. Oh my God, I will just, oh God. Just, just even if there's a 0.222, like 1% chance, whatever it may be, that it could happen would be so much joy. Because you think I'll be depressed when the Kings get eliminated? Could you imagine, we'll have to talk Josh down if the Nets eliminate the 76ers. We'll have to talk all you guys off the clip when all your teams get eliminated before the finals and then nothing good happens besides when I get all my predictions right. But that's going to be it for us today on the House Call Sports Brickhouse segment. Thank you guys so much for watching. I love you, Again, Josh, we, we, will, we will see about all these see predictions. See in the second round. We will, yeah, we will come back to all these predictions at the end. But first, I want to give a shout out to all of our sponsors. The first one I want to give a shout out to is Liquid IV. Go get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use your code at the checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code, the underscore house, underscore call, underscore podcast at liquidiv.com. I'm about to get me some watermelon liquid IV right now because I am sweating my balls off here in Maui, Hawaii. It is so hot. I have the fan on, but it's not helping. Nothing helps. I'm always hot, so I need to replenish my electrolytes. I get three times the electrolytes with Liquid IV. And the great taste, the greatest hydration booster out there. So go use the promo code and hit the link in our description to go get some. We are also sponsored by sportmemorabilia.com, the one-stop shop to get all your authentic sporting merchandise. I got a couple of jerseys there, some hats, a little pullover, long sleeve type thing. There is lots of awesome stuff there there. So hit the link in the description to get all your authentic sporting merchandise at sportmemorabilia.com. Fubo TV is another affiliate of the House Call Sports, the world's only sport-focused live TV streaming service with top leagues and teams, plus popular shows, movies, and news for the entire household. There's no hidden fees. Go get a free trial. Browse available plans. I've used Fubo. I loved it. You get a ton of channels. can watch a ton of sports. You can watch some of this NBA playoffs. You can watch college basketball. You can watch baseball, football, whatever you want to watch. So hit the link in the description to go check that out. And if you are a bro who's up real early like I am and need a coffee company or up real late like Joe is and need a coffee company that's not only going to provide you with everything from the award-winning roast to the necessary equipment, your espresso machines, your grinders, your filters to your recipes, as well as your coffee to water ratio calculator. Again, that sounds so dumb. Okay, go check out Coffee Bros website whose link is in our description to get everything you need that is coffee related. So go get Coffee Bros, bro. And don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. We appreciate all your feedback. Give us your NBA playoff predictions. Tell me why my NBA playoff predictions are going to come true because I already know they're going to come true because I got the script. Be sure to follow us on all of our official social media platforms at The House Call Sports, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Twitter, 
merch and go meet the crew and blogs. That is all up on our website, www.thehousecall.com. Happy NBA playoffs, everybody. Peace. So, Joel, I'll go with you first, man. Who's your NL MVP and who's your sleeper for NL MVP? You know, it's funny. And 